Go out to LA. Somebody need to do a song for LA. Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. This is Los Angeles. Well, where are we going? Westward, ho. What up, what up, what up? 12 Cal. What's happening, Baylor? What's good, brother? We are back in the building. For sure, for sure. See, this is what we call, I was just recently on your show, mm-hmm. and now you're on my show. That's called Great Chemistry. <laughs> yes, indeed. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things where the energy is so great. That as soon as we start recording, you want to continue that chemistry mm-hmm. and make sure that energy doesn't leave. So I, I had to run it back, but on the on the, on, on my platform, no doubt. Now today on the platform is going to be real brief. We come from a special. I want to say we come from a special part of history. You know what I mean. Um, I, I was born in 82. You, sir, was born in? 72. <laughs> okay. And around your time and around my time, it was special things going on. Of course, mm-hmm. 10 years later after you was born, uh, I came along. The world was different. Scary movies was different. Yes. The way we played outside was probably a little bit different. Um, But as kids, we grew up. You know, like we had the basic, when I say basic, we really had some basic things to play with uh, back back in the day. Sports was a little bit more basic. Um, mm-hmm. There was, there wasn't the technology that we have today back then. You know what I mean? When you had to contact your friend, if you didn't know their number, <laughs> it, it, it was over. It was over. I mean, unless you and and then we made a lot of sacrifices back in the day by actually walking. And I mean, if we had parents that was cool enough to just say, you know what, I'll drive you <laughs> to the movie theaters. I'll drive you to the skating rink. I'll drive you to your friend's house. If not, we made that sacrifice on walking or catching the bus. Hear me when I say this, people. I didn't say catch an Uber. <laughs> I didn't say grab a taxi. I right. said we either had to walk, which was probably, um, the, I, I think that was the main thing we did. We did a lot of walking or riding our bikes, skateboards, things like that. And catching the bus was probably a big, was probably the biggest thing when I was younger. You know what I mean? So on this episode, I want us to talk about the things that we used to do as kids that we still do to this day. Mm. So I'll kick it off with okay. I still play video games. Okay. <laughs> and not only that, uh, I stick to I stick to my favorites. Obviously, it's the 2Ks, it's the Maddens, uh, Call of Duties here and there, GTA, and then the cream of the crop. The creme de la creme of all video games, which is making a comeback, NCAA football. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Special to my man, heart. listen. Listen. So tell me, Cal, what what do you have to to, to match that hobby of mine? My, my first one is video games. Um, And that's a good one, man. I, I, I'm pretty sure we probably won't have some of the same things. Um but that's one I could definitely put on my list. Well, you know, I, I still enjoy it, but I don't play as much uh-huh. because uh, now, you know, video games are so advanced. And honestly, my sons play a lot. So they try to get one up on me. So like if they, like, they're like, Dad, you know, let's play Madden. Let's play Madden. I'm like, no, I'm not playing against you in Madden because I don't want you to have bragging rights over me because my kids talk <laughs> shit. And so I talk shit to them, too. So it's like I don't want them to have bragging rights. So I, I don't even play anymore. Um, I'll jump on 2K every now and then, bust them up one time, and then like I'll beat them and then won't play anymore. And they'll like want to keep playing. Um, 
But uh, let me see. And I, this is in no particular order. I think one of the things that I used to do, I used to love to do as a kid that I still do now is I love to read and eat. Okay. Um, it's, it's a very weird thing, but I love to, when I'm eating, I love to be reading something. Hmm. Uh, when I was a kid, like you said, we didn't have DVRs <laughs> or anything like that. So when your program came on, you had to sit down and watch it. Right. And so I would prefer to sit down and watch it or prefer to grab something. To, if, I, if I couldn't watch my favorite program that was on TV, I would either grab a book or grab a magazine. I used to have, a, my parents used to order me Sports Illustrated magazine. And this is when magazines were a thing in the 80s, right? They were a thing. Was, this was a I, thing. Obviously, there wasn't, there wasn't the internet, so... Sports Illustrated, we had Sports Illustrated, we had Ebony, we had Jet. I mean, what black family didn't have Jet or Ebony or both? You, are, are we going are we, are we to not talk about the beauty of the week? I mean, we all skip to that page, you know? Jet, beauty of the week. Come on, man. And um, and so my thing was I like to read when I when I was eating food. So um, it, it was a habit that I used to have all the time. I would literally, like, I would take my Sports Illustrated or Jet magazine and would lay on the floor. And I don't know if this is healthy to do because you I don't think you're supposed to be eating while laying down. Uh-huh. But I would lay flat on my stomach and eat whatever I put, you know, put something down. Whatever food I was eating, it didn't matter if I was eating cereal or if I was eating, you know, pork chops. I would love to just eat on the floor. Uh and, and but more specifically, just eat while I was reading. Um I mean reading while I was eating. And then it, as an adult, it's something I still love to do. Like for the most part, we eat fam, we eat a, a breakfast together as a family. We eat dinner together as a family, but lunch usually is, you know, cause the kids are in school. I work from home. So I'm eating by myself. So I, this is the time where I love to, you know, read something and eat, it, it, whether it be on my phone or on the internet or whatever the case may be. I don't like, <laughs> I'll put it like this. Before the pandemic, you know how like you had those coworkers. Oh man, let's go grab some lunch. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Li- I, I never liked going out to eat with my coworkers. And it's not because I'm antisocial. I would prefer to go out to eat for lunch and read. Right? You right. know, I don't want to talk to you. And then a lot of times, you know how it goes, coworkers. What do they want to talk about? They want to talk about work. Well, I thought we left work <laughs> yeah. to get away from work. Nobody, I didn't I leave work. Talk about your shift. <laughs> right? I don't want to talk about this. So. Um, so I remember I did that one time with a coworker. She asked me to go out to lunch. We went out to lunch and I was on my phone. I was just reading while I was eating. And she was like, that's rude. And I was like, you asked me to come to lunch. I ain't ask you. So <laughs> after that, after that, I just stopped going to lunch with people. But that's something that I still love to do. I love to read something while I'm eating. It's just like, I literally, until I, and here's the funny thing, Baylor, even like now with lunch, I don't even care if it's a sandwich. I will, I have to have whatever I'm going to read ready before I start eating. It's just, I, I don't know why I do it, but it, that's a, a habit that I have. And I still love doing it to this day. Mm, that, I mean, no, it, it, it makes sense because whatever you, like, you know, whatever you're reading or something like that, you want to be focused, locked in on right. and things like that. And we all have our, what I call, I have my part-time uh, introvert moments. Mm-hmm. Where I just I I can enjoy watching a movie or TV show by myself. You know right. what I mean? Um Yeah. So I I I would have to say I I like to adapt the same, adopt the same thing. Um and mine was with newspapers, actually. Because Okay. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to newspapers. Because I used to go, I used to look for the same thing. Me, I go straight to the sports section. Sports section, yes, sir. That was our internet back then. Yep. So what? And, and then we used to take pride on what they used to say about our team. Now I'm from LA, mm-hmm. so the closest team at that time they left was my Raiders. You know what yep. I mean? So they they wouldn't have a carved out section to themselves because they weren't from the city anymore. But the LA Times did show them love. It seemed like they would be, you know, have something in there that would talk about my Raiders and things like that. Obviously, the Lakers, the Dodgers, et cetera, et cetera. So that's mm-hmm. how I would get the information on my teams. I would spend my 25 cents and throw the whole <laughs> newspaper away and keep the sports section. It never wow. failed. You know what I mean? Now I wasn't I wasn't out there wasting trees. I would definitely give the newspaper to somebody or leave it somewhere. 
But yeah, I I used to take I used to pay my twenty five cent, and we used to get we have the local newspaper uh, as well uh, inside the city. One of them was called the Sentinel, and that's mm-hmm. what, that's where you would get. Now, unless you had like a popular game or popular matchup in the city, um, the Sentinel would highlight all the high school sports. Okay. Okay. So that's how we will find out who was killer (laughs) at at these these other schools. (laughs) And then in the LA times will also highlight, you know, certain matchups and things like that. And, and they never failed on highlighting uh, people from across the country because uh, I remember having um, the sports, the the sports section in my back pocket and then got to it uh, during nutrition. Now, Let me explain to some of these youngsters that don't know what nutrition is. So nutrition is about 15 minutes before you go to your next class. Mm -hmm. You can go out Mm -hmm. there and get you some breakfast. You know what I'm saying? A little snack before you go to your next couple of periods. And then after that, you're going to have lunch. But nutrition was usually about 15, I want to say 15 or 20 minutes. Um, Broke open that newspaper, and that's when I found out DeWan Wagner had dropped 100 (laughs) points in high school. (laughs) I remember DeWan Wagner. Yeah, yeah, and so we didn't know who he was or where he came from. We just knew he wasn't from L.A. He wasn't even from California, somewhere in the Midwest or East Coast, and he had dropped 100 points in high school, and we thought that was the dopest thing. So, yeah, I'm on board with that as well. Um, Now, I still do that, but not with a newspaper. Obviously, everything is Twitter, you know what I'm saying, things like that, Uh, but along the same lines. All right, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. The second thing I do, um, I'm still a big kid at heart. I, my family, we have Nerf gun wars. <laughs> now, back in the day, it was a little bit more violent. You know what I mean? Uh, now, it can get pretty violent inside my household, Cal, because, well, you know, my, my five-year-old, she is... She's like Omar off the wire, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because you never know, you don't know whose side she's on. You know what I'm saying? She you can't trust her. You know, my my wife has been shot in the eye twice, in the same wow. eye by my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And one of those times I think they were on the same side. So I don't know. But uh yeah, we you know, this year, I want to say last year, definitely during the pandemic, uh, a lot of my old kid hobbies had came came back into place. Obviously, you know, a lot of people were stuck in the house. Yes. Uh, so we had to figure out what to do. So what did I do? I exercised one of my top two things, and that was video games. And basically, this was um, this was like PE inside the house because there's a lot mm-hmm. of running. There's a lot of running involved. Um. But yeah, I stocked up on a couple of video games. And then when I got tired of that, uh, for some reason, you know, I'm I'm taking trips. You know, I I work in the mental health field. So I work with clients and I got to take them out for exercise and walks and things like that and shopping. And, you know, anywhere from Target to Walmart, um, I go straight. I don't know what it is. I I go straight to the toy section. I I go to the toy section and I go to the electronic section because I want to see what new video games is out and I want to see what new guns they got. You know what I mean? And I'm looking at the Nerf guns. I'm looking at the Fortnite guns and I'm like, oh, yeah. And 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 it has spread over. It has spilled over into my family, you know, and they have adopted uh, my craziness. And then, you know, sometimes from time to time I'll come home. I'm tired after working a 24 hour shift and mm-hmm. there's a note on the door that says, here's a mask and here's a, you know, one time they gave me a gun. It wasn't even loaded. <laughs> Damn. So, so they did. So at least they looked out for me and said, look, as soon as you come in the house, it's on and cracking. Here's a right. gun. Don't, here's yeah, a, don't sit down. Yeah. Here's a gun. Here's a mask. Be prepared. I, I felt, I'm like, yo, that's special. These are special Ops right now. Get, you see what I did right there? Special ops. They were special, go. but they were my ops. But they left me an empty gun. So I don't wow. know. What, you know, it was an ambush at the end of the day. I probably end up win- winning. They're gonna say they won. But yes, I <laughs> I still, in a way, I st- I still play with some of my childhood toys. Um, whether it's Nerf guns. Uh, I even have a little small cord. You know the little small cords that you put on the doors, on the backside of the yeah, doors? Yeah. I got one of those downstairs. We have dunk contests. 
religiously in here. Uh, we have one-on-one battles. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. So it, it, in other words, we have a competitive family, but I bring mm-hmm. that out with my with my childhood. So 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 what's your second one? Man, you you uh you just took me back with the dunk contest because we had uh when I was in college at uh, South Carolina State University, we had one of my boys. He bought a little Nerf hoop like that, and he hung it on his his closet door. Uh-huh. And man, we would <laughs> we would have dunk contests in this room. I'm talking about dudes in there like doing three sixties, uh, all kind of crazy dunks. And I mean, like at the end of the day, sweating. I mean, like sweating hard, like we in a real dunk contest, and um. Cats would, you know, shoot from quote unquote three point range to see who would have to take out the trash and uh, all kind of nuts shit like that. That's that's funny, man. I, you took me back with that one. Um, let me see. My second one, I probably say the thing I did as a kid that I really still enjoy. Um, singing in the shower. Oh, don't you go there. Don't go Bail there. I can sing. I won't sing outside of the shower. Hey, um, hey, let me tell talking. you. Hey, let me let me just say something. Let me say something. Let <laughs> me ahead, just say go this. Ahead. We had all right, so everybody, everybody at this moment, they know about auto-tunes, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our auto-tune was in that shower. You yes. could not tell yes. us how phenomenal our voice sounded yes. when we got in that it steamy does. shower. And let me tell you. That wall, whichever way you faced, right? <laughs> exactly. And I and I and I usually have I know exactly where you're going. Now I would say 60%, 60% of the shower, I'm face my back is, you know, is towards the water, you know, and then the other 40, I'm probably facing it at some point. But that 60% of me facing the other way, the amount of lyrics. And the amount of singing mm-hmm. I did towards that wall. If you was to squeeze that wall, <laughs> the amount of R and B music that would come out of that. Go ahead and proceed, brother. Break it down for us. Yeah, man, I, I, I'm totally with you on that. I, I used to sing and still do in the shower. Um, singing. I come from a singing family. Uh, I grew up singing in the church, and then ultimately, when I got to high school. I auditioned for honors course. I made honors course as a freshman. So I was in honors course the entire time I was in high school. And then I made my senior year, I made all state chorus Mm. in the state of South Carolina. And so it was, so I, so I can sing, right. But after probably and singing in the shower was something I did as a young kid all the way up until now, but probably after I got out of college, I stopped singing public, like out in public or anything like that. Like you, so now you won't catch me, you know, uh, I will go to a karaoke, but I'm not participating. Um, and it's funny because like before the pandemic happened, uh, we were in church one Sunday and my wife, she kind of elbowed me. She was like, you should join the men's choir. I was like, man, I ain't getting up there singing with them clowns. <laughs> 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 like they ain't on my level. And, um, but yeah, man, I, I still sing in the shower to this day. And like you said, the acoustics in my bathroom and what what made me think about this was the other day uh my wife was in the shower in our bathroom and i had to take a shower too and i was like man i'm not like she was taking too long i was like let me get in so we i went down the hall to uh <clears throat> the shower down the hallway where the kid the kids use and i got in there man and i started saying i for, and i hadn't taken a shower in there in years I forgot how the acoustics, I was like, yo, this is sound dope. <laughs> I was like, I need to come in and make a record. But um, yeah, man, that's something I did as a kid, man. And, um, and, and still do to this day, still singing in the shower. Like I said, every, and I tell people all the time, everybody can sing, but everybody doesn't sound good. Exactly. So I sound good in and out of the shower, but you won't catch me singing outside the shower. So that's probably like my number two. Yeah, and, and you know what? And then you know what? That's fine because that was our studio. That mm-hmm. was our studio, sure was. and we didn't sure have to, we didn't have to pay for it back in the day. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. Okay, that took me back. That took me back. Along, I would say along those lines, um, the one thing that. I don't think I'll ever give up. Like, you know, at some at some points in my life, I said, you know, video games are not important. 
You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like it, it at, you know, it was it was it was a few years where I was like, I'm not interested. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not a thing to me. But from time to time, I do get an itch. And you know what I'm saying? Especially when hearing the news of, you know, the new GTA is coming out and they're bringing college football. And if they're bringing college football back, that means they're bringing college basketball back. And yep. I love yep. I love my college sports. I love them. I love them more Same than the pros. And Same. so, but, you know, until those come back, like, I'm cool. You know, I'm I, I'm cool. I could wait. I, I'm chilling. I I actually haven't played a video game since the pandemic, um, and I'm cool with that. And but the one thing that I will never get tired of, I would never give up on, and I watch religiously, cartoons. Mm, facts. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and I'm still and, and here's where the kid in me comes in is because it's not just you know because I've seen. You know, adult. And when I say adults, I mean older adults. My elders, they still watch the OG ones, the Tom and Jerry's. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's, yep, that's me. That, that's their go-to. If they don't watch the Tom and Jerry's, and they go to the Looney Tunes. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I get excited for you know. The other day, we just finished watching the Adams Family uh, movie okay. that came out, and I enjoy still watching cartoon movies. You know, um, but, you know, even when I'm at work or something like that, uh, my daughter, my daughter still watches the corny cartoons. You you know, the, okay. the Wild Wild Wubsies of the world and yeah. the, the ones that's where the, that's on their level. That's yeah. On their level. Yeah. The, the ones where we already know the answer, but they keep asking us if we know the damn answer and we already know the answer. <laughs> but um but the thing is, you know, th- that's her era, and that's what she falls asleep to. Um, I still do that as well when I don't want to watch, you know, Sports Center because it's been showing the same highlights for the yeah. past five minutes. Then I skip right over to Cartoon Network. Now, I grew up a Nickelodeon baby. Yes. You know what I mean? But when Cartoon Network first hit the scene, I said, this is a little different. You know what I mean? I, and then I like my cartoons a little bit more action. A lot of me, a lot of people may not know about He-Man. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people mm-hmm. may not know about Thundercats. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Voltron. Yep. Hey, don't, you can't tell, let me tell you something, people. Don't say nothing bad about Voltron, okay? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that, to me, that was one of the first examples in cartoons of unity. Okay? Yep. And then when they came together... It was something to, you know, and I and don't don't get me wrong, I'm a Power Rangers fan. You know what I mean? I remember going to see the Power Rangers in the fifth grade. And let me tell you, Cal, watch it hearing that anthem and watching those Power Rangers come and flip out and do all that other stuff. I said, I'm screaming to the top of oh my God, it's the Red Ranger. It's the Black wow. Ranger. I'm going crazy. Wow. But it came from Voltrons. Y'all gotta know y'all history, okay? Mm-hmm. Y'all got to know y'all history. Um, but it's cartoons for me, man. Like, I could sit up there and and watch me. Uh, again, I was old enough to to watch the Tom and Jerry's and the Looney mm-hmm. Tunes and stuff like that. But I was also watching the Muffet Babies. I was also watching uh, Garfield. I was also watching uh, Hey Arnold's and uh, Recess. Ah. And, 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 man, it's... Anything that was on Nickelodeon Cartoon Network, I was definitely watching it. All all hell and all praise, the king of all cartoons. It might be The Simpsons, because that's the longest yeah, yeah. Uh, franchise. Yeah, almost 40 years. <laughs> Man, you know what I mean? They haven't aged a bit. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I can sit here and tell you at, at 38 today, I still love me some cartoons, Kyle. Man, it's not wrong with that. I I, I go back with cartoons too. Um, uh, like you said, I'm, I'm ten years older, so I go back even further to Bugs Bunny, um, mm-hmm. which is my favorite cartoon character of all time. Uh, the Super Friends, um, Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids. Hey, I mean, hey, say, hey. What you, say what you want about Bill Cosby. I'm not even getting on that, but that particular show was dope for little black kids. Um, yeah, but I, I I came up in the era where, you know, before Nickelodeon hit, cartoons only came on Saturdays, mm-hmm. and then yes. and then there was a little era right after that where cartoons would come on Saturdays, and then you would get cartoons like on TBS, uh, 
after school, like from maybe like three to six yep. or something like that. Yeah. So you get the Flintstones, the Jetsons, uh, cartoons like that. I love those too. But um, yeah, man, it, it, it's uh, but I do. By the time I got towards the era of not watching cartoons as much, that's when the Nickelodeon generation came in. But I was still familiar with those cartoons because I knew people that watched them. So like you said, from the Hey Arnold to the Power Rangers, all of those cartoons, I was still familiar with them because they were so popular. I mean, like when Power Rangers hit the scenes, like it was just it was crazy. Yeah, like, was everybody different. who was. Yeah, it, it was definitely a different era. And, you know, Nickelodeon was dope in and of itself because it was popular, obviously, among kids, but to have the idea, the concept of, hey, we're going to provide cartoons for you all day long. Yeah. No matter what. I mean, like, that was crazy because we couldn't even fathom that because we were just so used to getting cartoons on Saturdays. Right. So, um, right. so yeah, that, that's that's dope. You, you, you definitely took me back with that one. Um, let me see. What else I love? Oh. Something real simple that I learned that I, I, I loved as a kid that I still do to this day, and I'm doing it even more now, sitting outside. <clears throat> and yep. the reason why I say that is because, like, I want to explain to people, particularly much younger than us, when I was coming up in the 80s, outside was the place to be. Outside. You, hey, we are the true definition of <laughs> we outside. When I, we yo, outside. Cal, Cal, yes. give me a second. I hate to cut you off, but I got to talk to the people because when you Go bring ahead. up stuff like this, it just, you got to understand when we said outside, we was in the DNA of the earth. Okay. Mm-hmm. We was playing in the dirt. Yep. We was jumping off of roofs. You know what <laughs> I mean? We were, we were, we were uh, hanging on the side of, uh, and and I'm, I might be telling on some parents, okay? That's cool and all. We used to grab the side of the ice cream truck. Now, whether mm. or not you had a skateboard or not, you yep. or, or some yep. skates. Oh, yep. man, and you went for a ride. Now, the ice cream truck obviously didn't dry that fast because that's not their business. Right. Their job is to drive slow play the music so y'all can get people to come out and come get some ice cream. So it wasn't mm-hmm. nothing too crazy, but you did have a couple of people that would latch on to a back, a couple of uh, pickup trucks and things like that <laughs> and go for a mile or two, you know what I'm saying, in a residential area. I might be telling on some people, I know, I know, but when I, te- <laughs> when I tell you we used to be outside water balloon fights, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, random pickup ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, man, the definition of being outside was the 80s. Go ahead, Cal, mm-hmm. tell me. Oh, yeah, it, it was it was it was just that, man. It was it was that because everything happened outside. Like you wanted to be outside because that's where your friends were. You know, not to say that things weren't on TV, but like we spent so much time outside, like you almost felt cheated if you weren't outside. Like, yeah. that would be punishment. The punishment would be if your mom said, well, you you didn't clean your room today, you can't go outside. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, you, that would be, like, that would be like somebody taking your social media away from you for a week. That's and exactly I mean, like, what you wouldn't know what was, because like, you don't know what's going on because everything happened outside. If somebody got beat up, you heard about it outside or you might've seen it outside. If somebody's bike got stolen, you heard, I mean, all of this stuff that happened was, you know, a good game. If somebody had, like, if they said, man, we played football today, man, Baylor had seven touchdowns and yeah. he ran hey, for yo, a thousand Cal, yards. Cal, you, and this is the cold <laughs> part about it. You hit, oh my God, you just said it. There was no social media. So, you know None. what that mean? You had to be there. You had and to it, be there. And if you wasn't there, you felt like you missed out. You, you missed out I mean? on everything. So that you means, missed out on and everything. It, and to me, look, that, I don't know who should hire me for this, but this is the psychology of it. We had to get our shit in order to go outside mm-hmm. so we wouldn't miss. <laughs> because right. look, let me tell you what social media is today. They will, social media will lie to you in some aspects. It will lie to you or it, it will embellish on mm-hmm. the truth or the lie, right? That's what outside was because you get yep. secondhand information. So <laughs> he just said that Baylor just scored seven touchdowns in a thousand yards. Look, in the 80s and the 90s, that 
that was true in a way. Did I score seven touchdowns? No, it was really four. Okay. <laughs> Did I rush four thousand yards? Hell no. It was really two hundred and sixty-five. But right. if <laughs> because I kept running from one end zone to the other end zone right. multiple times, right. Cal was like, oh, "This nigga just rushed four thousand." <laughs> and so now when we go to my boy D Murph house, yo D Murph, but D Murph was on punishment. Mm-hmm. And we, D can you come out? No, I can't come out until next week. Then you just missed it. Cal, Cal telling him, like, yo, me, Murph, and, and Baylor just rushed for a thousand yards over there at the school. Right, right. And he, like, so now he missed it. So now he's not going to be acting up in class. So nope. he'll come outside next week, and then we can finish that football game next week. So, yeah, oh, man, you want to talk about taking me back. You want to talk about yeah, going man. outside? Oh, my God. They don't, they, they, these kids, they don't even know what a real punishment is. No, I mean, because, like, a real punishment would be kind of like just taking their cell phones or whatever like that. But for me, if you told me I couldn't go outside, I mean, you might as well just cut my hand off. I yeah. mean, because like, it was everything was happening outside, and now – I go outside and I, I mean, obviously I'm not, I'm not playing football or anything like that, but I'm outside and like I spent, particularly during the pandemic, spent a lot of time outside. Um, even now here in Atlanta, it, obviously it gets really, really hot. Summers are crazy hot and they're very humid, but like late afternoon, six, seven o'clock, I go outside, sit on the deck. Um, I grill a lot. So I grill and I'll just chill outside. I, and I just, I have my chair sitting out. I just, I like sitting outside. It's, it's nothing better than being outside and being in the element. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you know, of course, here we got mosquitoes and shit like that. And, you know, you got to watch for that. But other than that, man, just it just takes me back just being outside. And I spent more time in this pandemic sitting outside, walking in my neighborhood, probably than I had the previous 15, 16 years. So, um, yeah, man, I'm going to say definitely being outside. That, that was something that I enjoyed as a kid. And I, I definitely enjoy doing now, man. I, I with that with that memory lane right there that you just hit me with. I might go on Amazon. My wife's Amazon, by the way, and uh, go ahead and <laughs> order me a couple of Hot Wheels and go outside and just you know create. There you go. Give, look, look, watch this. Watch how creative I am, young young generation. I'm gonna go get me some cars. I'm gonna go get me some chalk, and they don't even know what I'm about to do with that, Cal. I'm about Mm-mm, to make me. A, I'm about to make me a parking lot, <laughs> and then manually park all my cars in the parking lot. Yep, yep, man. And they and they say that's not fun. You crazy, man? That's so much fun. Now I got a I got a curveball, and I and I you know uh, obviously I didn't tell you this you know okay. prior to the show starting or anything like that. No show mm-hmm. knows no nothing because this is just all off our experience, right? Of course. Now to end the show. We're going to talk about one, just one, one thing that you just cherished and you just loved and experienced as a kid that you no longer have interest in. Um, Mm. And this is going to hurt me because when even when I found out, it didn't turn me away from it. And before it turned in from when I say these words, you might you might know where I'm going with it. Okay. Even when it went from federation to entertainment, mm, I was still gotcha, I was gotcha, still gotcha. there. <laughs> but as a kid, man, whether it was at home or especially Saturdays uh, when I was at my granny's house watching the WWF, and let yeah, me tell man. you, Bret the Hitman Hart, the Goats, mm-hmm. you know, Earthquake, um, uh, Undertaker. Uh, Ravishing Rick Rude, Mr. Perfect, mm-hmm. Mr. The Million Dollar Man. Come on, man! Like these were these were characters that I grew yes. up watching. And prior to me, now there's there's three sides of wrestling to me. There's the the kid side that had that's oblivious, that's just dumb to everything, not knowing that this shit is script. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? All of them, or at least most of them are cool with each other. They talk to each other. They strategize and go over what's going to happen. And the, the, the match is already decided before the fan right. knows. But we're so emotionally invested. I remember Elizabeth with Macho Man. And she, <laughs> oh, and, you yeah. know, but she had a thing for Hogan. <laughs> and Hogan had a thing. For, and it was just a triangle. I remember all that. You know what I'm saying? 
um, Jimmy Fly Snookums. I I know, mm-hmm. man. I know. And so mm-hmm. I used to watch. I I I was along that journey of the WWF. And don't get me wrong, I gave the WCW a little bit of love. You know what I'm saying? It was a little. It was a little too. It before I even knew what conservative was. Mm-hmm. It felt a little too conservative over there at WCW for some par- gotcha. for some apparent reason, but they did make a big splash when they had the NWO, the Wolfpack, uh, the Four Horsemen. You know, Sting was one is also one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched the journey and the growth, and maybe depending on people's opinions, the downfall of the WWF slash the WWE now. Um, and that went off into uh, watching the WWF, and then it went to you know the Raw, SmackDown, mm-hmm. um, and now it's just all over the place. Now they have new characters and things like that. But as a kid, um, yes, have I put people in the sharpshooter? Absolutely. <laughs> have I almost fought people uh, because of not loosening up off the yes. Did I know a cat that used to um, play on the playground a little too much and put me in a Bob Black uh, Bob Blackland chicken wing? Yes, that really hurts. Okay, um, did I tombstone my little brother and his tooth came out? Absolutely. Did I used to wow. try to? Uh, did you know we had friends going around in high school, mind you, in high school going around doing the Stone Cold stunners on people? This mm. is a, this is a true story. But then. You know, and I and I, I found out that wrestling was fake somewhere around high school. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to say entering the college years, that's when I left wrestling alone. That's when it wasn't appeasing enough. Um, I, I think my interest just went into probably women a little bit more. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, <laughs> but, um, you know, I did balance things as a kid, so I'm not making that as an excuse, but it's just, I don't know. I, I drifted away, and the, the most difficult thing to do is easier for you to pick up on a series of a TV show or a sitcom or even mm-hmm. a, a, a movie franchise. But you can't do that with wrestling because wrestling is, was one of those things where you had to be there. You know what I mean? Like you had to be there when, Je- when Chris Jericho, you know what I'm saying? First came to raw, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You had to be there when, uh, when Bret Hart versus stone cold and Iron Man match, both of them, you know, Stone Cold passed out because he was the the loss of blood. So they say, you know what I mean? Like you had to be there. You just had to be there for these events. So as they pass by, you know, if 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 the newer generation was to speak of the the, the CM Punks or, or or someone something like that, like I have no knowledge of them because it died off after so long, and you can't really go back in history history and grasp. That right. experience because it's just not the same. So that 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 one love that I had as a kid in wrestling has been gone like for a long time. Not to say that the feeling can't come back because I believe that you can jump into wrestling right now and kind of pick up some pieces of the storyline. But it's it's just not the same. It's not the same when the storylines that The Rock used to have, that Stone Cold used to have, uh, D-Generation X. Like, it's just different. Oh, no doubt. No doubt, man. You know what? what's funny? <laughs> when you asked the question, I started thinking like, okay, well, what is it? What is it that I watched as a kid or was into as a kid that I don't, that I'm not as an adult? Because most of the stuff, you know, Pretty much, you know, you kind of graduate or whatever, but you still are in tune with it to a degree. Even something like you said, video games, where I didn't, I, well, I don't play them as much, but I mean, I, I can go pick up the PS4 right now and get busy. But I gotta, I gotta co-sign with you on this one, man. I with wrestling. Well, see, first and foremost. I'm from the South, right? So mm-hmm. we used to call it wrestling. We ain't call it wrestling. Hey, I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm right. Hey, you, when I tell you I'm right there with you, wrestling was it. We used to call it wrestling. And I, and I can go a little bit further back because, as I mentioned earlier about the cartoons, wrestling was what we watched on Saturdays because it was the, 
you know, you have your Saturday morning cartoons and then right around 11 o'clock noontime, it would come on TV. Yep. And it was called the, the thing that we watched, particularly at that, because it went from this to the era that you were talking about. But it was it was called N.W.A. Not niggas with attitudes, <laughs> but it was called <laughs> N.W.A., the National Wrestling Alliance. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking the nature boy, Ric Flair, Woo! The, the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, mm-hmm. um, the four horsemen. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tony Atlas, who was the first black wrestler that I can remember. Um, Junkyard Dog. Junkyard Dog. Are you Junk- kidding me? <laughs> Junkyard Dog. Uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Um, oh, man. They- <laughs> Junkyard Dog used to have a chain on his neck. Had a chain on his neck. Right, right. Before DMX. Before. Um, <laughs> they they had these dudes called the Monkey Brothers. I don't know if you remember the Monkey Brothers. I think I remember. The, I think I remember them. The Monkey Brothers were like, they were heels, they, but they weren't bad guys, but they they never won a match. Yo, <laughs> like, hey, hey, okay. <laughs> Yo, you know what? Let's take, let, let's go there. You bringing up some cats that I haven't. Yo, do you ever remember the guy named uh, the Repo Man? Oh, wow. I remember the name, but I'm trying to picture his face. He, he, I, well, that's the thing. The Repo Man. Um, all right. So there was two cats that stood out to me, the Repo Man and, and, and IRS. Mm. Um, two different people, but the Repo Man was kind of like, like a burglar, kind of like. Okay, at, he at, wasn't black. He wasn't black, was he? I don't think so. Because okay. back then, okay. the only black, we had Kamala. We Kamala, had. Yep. Well, Jimmy is with us, right? Uh, Jimmy Snooker? Yeah, he with us, right? right? <laughs> he was probably more Hawaiian, Samoan, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying, you know, if it, if a war break off, he, he was got a it. person of color. Yeah, he but, got you know, it. <laughs> but you, you know, even looking back on it, man, wrestling, they, they played on these racial themes, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, shout out to Virgil. Yep, yep, Virgil. Um, like, uh, I'll give you an example, like Iron Cheek. The Iron oh, Sheik was yeah. in NWA, and I remember, I remember, I was like, "Dad, look at him, man! It's the Iron Sheik. He's from, he's from, he's from, um, he's from Iran." My the dad was like, "Man, that dude from clutch. Cleveland." <laughs> My dad's like, "Man, that he's like, it ain't real. That dude's from Cleveland." <laughs> he said, "Cleveland." <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 leave, hey, leave it up to the parents or your uncles or something like that to shatter your wrestling dreams. Yeah, man. My dad told me he was he, he pulled me to the side. He's like, "Look, man, that's he's like that's not real." And I was like, "Dad, I mean, like." Baylor, you couldn't tell me that wrestling wasn't real. But, you know, I just remember those guys like that. Like I said, even cats like the Monkey Brothers, who they got into these matches, and we always would hope the Monkey Brothers would win. And Monkey Brothers would get, like, so close, they have somebody pinned down, and they get a one count and a two count, and then they do kick out at the three count. Oh, man, and they, they never won a match. <laughs> they never won a match. But, um, yeah, man, I go back with wrestling like you, man, and then Fast forward a little bit to that era that you just spoke of, or Rock and um, Stone Cold and all those guys. And right after that little era right there was probably when I when I checked out of wrestling. Mm. I was just like, because uh, by that time, I, like you said, by that time, it was it was it, I found wrestling to be more talking than actually you know wrestling. That because hey, because you know. now you're talking about the you're talking about the beginning stages of. Of the WWE, you yep. know what I mean? Because like that's that's why I was trying to tell the younger cast today. Like, there's a huge difference between the federation huge. and huge. entertainment. You know what I mean? So the storylines has always been good, but as time develops and as time goes by, newer storylines got to be created. And it started to, it started to get a little bit more. And like you said, they did play on the race car. They played on a lot of. They played on a lot of different things. They even tried to make, you know, for the longest, we didn't know that The Undertaker and Kane, these are really not brothers. But they made it. <laughs> you know, you, know what you I'm couldn't saying? have told us that back you in the day. You couldn't have told me that. Like, yo, his brother about to whoop his, you know, and then I just remember the impacts of these. I watched, I watched the whole entire career of, uh, well, I don't know his real name, but he had a couple of names and he started in the WWF. I seen his growth. Like it was almost like watching Kobe in a way. Mm-hmm. But he was he started out as the one, two, three kid. Then he went on to I want to say he went on to X Pac. Okay. 
And and I watched his whole career because I remember I watched the first match that he actually won on a Saturday. And he was the one, two, three kid. He was like a rookie wrestler. And I remember he went in his first match and then I watched his whole career since then. Mm. So, um, yeah, wrestling, wrestling, I should say. Wrestling. (laughs) And it still does. It's just that I don't have the, you know, I don't, uh, it's not, I'm not going to go back to it. There's no urgency nah, when it comes to, ra- nah, to wrestling anymore and things I like got, that. We, but we got the memories, though. We got the memories. Definitely got the memories. Definitely got the memories. Uh, Cal, as promised, I want to get out of here in, in a sweet, short time. So, you know, Sundays are are the fun days, and that usually consists of, especially with cats like my, yourself and I, uh, we get back to the family and football. You yes, know, sir. That's All two, day long. Yeah, the, the, the family and football on Sundays all praise to the Lord up above, and he know what it is because he's a Raiders fan, right? So <laughs> I just want to say uh, before you leave people with your contact information uh, and things like that, I just want to say you guys have to go check out. Anybody that listens to me, I have a cult-like following, right? And mm-hmm. and they trust my uh, judgment on podcasts, on content in general, and I don't just speak highly of anybody. Um, and even if I don't like you, I might not just say anything at all. So if you, <laughs> if you, if you haven't heard of anybody yet, that's probably because I don't like anybody. But I'm going to tell you, the moment that I listen to Cal's uh, episode, it's not his first episode. I, I, I still have to do that, which is a good thing for me because I'm a binging type of guy. I can always okay. go back to the beginning of his catalog and catch right back up. But... I have caught shows all the way dating back to, I want to say, June or July of this year. Wow. Um, so um, I have that. I have that to to stand on and to say, y'all got to tap into this man's uh, journey in the podcast community because it's refreshing and it's therapeutic. And I told him, with no disrespect to my older brother because I love him, but just listening to his episodes and his journey through his life when he is transparent. Um, that's the type of cat that I was supposed to have to look up to. You know what I mean? Not just the people that I, that I really have in my life, uh, uncles included and stuff like that. But his journey is is dope and is refreshing, is vintage. And y'all got to tap in. Definitely appreciate it, man. Definitely appreciate it. Yeah, it, it's been a lot of fun, man. I appreciate you having me on here and have fun having you on my podcast. And, and we will definitely do it again because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff to unpack. That, and that's the cold part oh, yeah. about it. Like individually, individu- individually, we, we're sharing so much with these people. And mm-hmm. like I like we spoke about this, we could it's impossible. I mean, of course, we can stop whenever we want to. But we don't have to because we have unlimited we have unlimited content stored up in yep. it, whether it's the past, the present and what we can talk about in the future. Those are three things that we can keep going in this mm-hmm. podcast game. But, yeah, we got a lot of stuff to unpack and, and, and I, it's very promising for the future. I, I, I can tell you that. No doubt. That. No doubt. No doubt. You can check out the podcast. It's called the 12 Kyle Podcast. The podcast is available on all platforms where podcasts are free. Um, the, the podcast drops every Thursday at midnight. And from time to time this year, we'll be dropping uh, bonus episodes on Sundays at midnight. So make sure that you do that and subscribe. Uh, there's also a YouTube channel I'm, dro- I'm dropping, um, doing more uh, YouTube content as well. So uh, YouTube as well. The link will be there as well on the link tree. And um, you can follow me on the socials uh, at 12 Kyle across the board. So yeah, check me out. Now I got one more question before we get up out of here. Go ahead. Where were you at and how old was you when you first watched your daytime talk show and who was it? Oh, wow. Good question. Um, Daytime had to... (laughs) It's funny. Uh, I was probably in elementary school, I think. And the daytime talk show was a guy by the name of Phil Donahue. Okay. Um, not sure. Looking back on it now, I kind of realizing what Phil was talking about. <laughs> not really sure why I was watching Phil, but he 
seem to be thought provoking. Um, I think he, if you if you probably look at it in today's aspect, you, he probably is somewhere in the middle. I don't know necessarily leaning left or right politically or whatever. But um, Phil Donahue, he he seemed to be pretty even as far as and, and very thought provoking. And if you ever get a chance, um, go to YouTube and type in Phil Donahue to live crew. Mm. <laughs> that is one of the funniest that he had two live crew actually perform that song sex shop on the two live crew and the look of the faces of the people in the audience Baylor shock value priceless yeah shock priceless. value that's what they was going for that's what because remember we had a cat uh back in the day that was caught in the, I think I don't know if he actually got shot I think he did get shot but remember when uh Gerardo Rivera show yeah wasn't he like in like a shootout or something like that? He, he, was, hit? he was, there was a fight or something like that. I want to say, and somebody threw a chair and a chair hit him in the face. Oh, okay. 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 I know it was, I know it was something. Um, but I'm going to tell you this before I get up out of here. The mm-hmm. show the, that introduced me to daytime talk shows. And when I tell you, I became a fan of most of them. I mean, I, I'm going to go down Ricky Lake, Jerry Springer's oh, wow. show, Jenny Jones, Maury Povich. We already know about him. <laughs> and I had a crush on Jenny Jones. Uh, Montel Williams' show, mm-hmm. uh, Sally, you know what I mean? But the one person that introduced me to all of that, because I came home from having a chicken pox in the fourth grade, mm. Mm. the Richard Bay show. Wow, you talk about throwback. <laughs> the Richard Bay show. When wow. I see when I walked home, uh yes, younger people, I just said I had the chicken pox and I had to walk to my granny's house. Okay. That's, that's a podcast in and of itself, right yeah. there. So I, I I walked to my granny house, sat there on the carpet, the same the same uh area that I would sit when my mom would bring me over there on Saturdays to watch wrestling, and I'm watching the Richard Bay show. And one of the first shows that I watched was uh, they were having a boxing match with these oversized boxing gloves. Jerry Springer had an episode like that, too. But it's like they were having a fight with these boxing gloves inside of a kid pool. Now, does it make sense? Not at all. But everybody was entertained by it, even me as a little fourth, fifth grader. Yes, Mm -hmm. indeed. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where we at because you know what? I still watch talk shows to this day. You know what I mean? So that's what's up. Cal, I appreciate you coming out. Bro, again, thank you for having me, man. We already telling you, we're already telling the people we gotta do this again and again. And I we feel, will. I feel like this might be, this might be, you know, and shout out to my boy Hayes, because we got that type of chemistry too. This might be a a uh a Jada pick. I mean, a, a, a Jada, a Jada, a Jada, Jada Kiss and Styles P type of chemistry. We might have it that. Is. We might have it. it. Is. We can go Ghost and Ray. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, the, <laughs> the, the back and forth. But we're going to figure it out. Cal, appreciate oh, sure. you for coming out. Appreciate uh, it, man. Get back to that family and uh, and go Raiders. 5,000. <laughs>